If you're feeling overwhelmed and feel like you are always busy, or if there are healthy habits that you want to implement, let's say like meal prep or exercise, first do an audit of how you're spending your time during the day. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and stress management habits, you'll also learn about the power of food to enhance your mental and physical well-being and how to overcome your battles with living a healthier lifestyle. The secret to eating healthier, improving your mood, and increasing your energy are not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your health journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist Trudy Stone, and I'm so grateful that you tuned in today. Class is back in session, y'all, here on the Mind Your Body Show, as well as with the kiddos going back to school. And I'm sure my listeners who are parents are very, very happy about that. I have missed y'all, and I have missed being behind this mic doing this podcast. All right. So last season, we left off on how to stop stress from taking over your life. And then I dropped the mic on you and I went on hiatus. But before we get into what I was doing and today's topic, I have two action items for you. First, have you signed up for my newsletter yet? This is another way to stay connected with me so that I can continue to help you. Each week in my newsletter, you'll receive tips and recipes to enhance your mental and physical well-being so that you can overcome your battles with living a healthier lifestyle. The easiest way to do that would be to just grab my free meal planning toolkit. That's going to help you to get back into the groove of cooking quick and healthy meals. So you can find that link in the show notes. Second, I have a huge favor to ask you. I have created a listener survey so that I can learn a little bit more about you and what you'd like to see in future episodes. I would be so super duper grateful if you could take a few minutes to complete that survey. That way I'll have a better idea of the type of content that will help you to achieve your health goals. In the show notes, you will find a link to join that newsletter as well as to take the survey. All right, so let's talk about my hiatus. I'm gonna spill the tea on what I was doing. Okay, so first of all, true confession, y'all, and you know I like to make this podcast a confessional. So I will admit I can be a bit of a workaholic. And I notice that sometimes I tend to equate how much work I get done to whether or not I actually deserve rest. I know, I know, it's it's a bad way to think. And can you relate to that, first of all? I wanna ask you that, can you relate to that? Because I was pushing through, I was trying to do all of the things, and I just kind of hit a wall, which I think was actually the brink of burnout. So this is exactly why I always say that stress could be the best thing that could ever happen to you because it's an invitation for you to really look at your life and what's not working for you so that you can become even stronger and more resilient. And I feel so much stronger and so much more resilient now after having taken that time. Now, stress and overwhelm, they are a message. Whenever I do my speaking engagements, this is the the topic that I love talking on, that stress and overwhelm are a message. It's an invitation to look deeper and address what you say you value and what you actually do. 
All right. So I want you to think about that for a moment. It's an opportunity to address what you say you value and what you actually do. Okay. So think about that for a sec. Those things that you say that you value, like let's say for example, health or, you know, I want a slimmer body or I want more energy. Are your actions aligned with those values? And be honest with yourself. Okay. Now I am a self-professed workaholic and I have a very, very strong worth ethic, but I've learned that just because I can do all of the things, it doesn't mean that I should, and neither should you. So the thing is that long-term exposure to unmanaged or unchecked stress can really take a toll on your body as well as your mental health. And recent research is actually showing a potential link between work-related burnout and depression and anxiety. Okay. So I looked at all the areas of my life and I looked at where I could improve. And there was a few different areas that needed a little bit of a nip and tuck. (laughs) So rest was definitely one of them. So I created more boundaries with my time and made sure that I prioritized rest. Now, some of you may know this about me, but I grew up as a seventh day Adventist, which means that we observe Sabbath. So every Friday at sunset to Saturday at sunset, we observe the Sabbath, which means that it's all about rest and reconnecting with loved ones as well as yourself. Okay. So I decided that one change I was going to implement in my life again is to take Saturdays off. Now, this was a big one for me. I was like, oh my God, if I take a whole day off every single week, I will not get anything done. Then I thought back to the days when I used to work in the corporate world. And I was like, well, Trudy, before when you worked in the corporate world and when you didn't have your side hustle, you were taking weekends off. You had two days off every single week. So I'm working twice as hard now for myself. Can I not take one day off a week? Yes, I can because I am the boss. So I decided that one change I was going to make was to take Saturdays off. So now I no longer work on Saturdays. That has been a game changer for me, as well as my mental health, as well as my relationships. Okay. So let me ask you this. Would you like an additional seven and a half weeks of vacation every year to help reduce your stress? I hope you said yes, because everyone does, right? So I was reading an article about this, and the author reminds us in that article that there are 52 weeks in a year, and that if we take a Sabbath day or a rest day each one of those weeks, it amounts to seven and a half weeks of vacation, seven and a half weeks just by taking one day off every single week, okay? So that simple math is life-changing. So I definitely took more downtime, traveled with my husband, traveled with my girls and my sisters. And actually with my sisters, we had our very first road trip ever this summer. And now I actually feel closer to my sisters than ever. So it's been such a beautiful thing to slow down. And here's the thing. Sometimes we got to slow down to speed up. Now, another thing I've done is started to grow my team, which is something that I had on my list for a while, but I am a bit of a control freak. So I had a hard time wrapping my head around releasing control and delegating. But I realized that if I wanted to grow my business and help even more people, I needed to have more support. So I hired an assistant again. The first one didn't work out. I'm going to be honest. Doesn't always work out the first time entrepreneurs who are listening to this, right? But you got to get back on that horse. You got to try again. It's just like with weight loss, right? So sometimes when we lose weight and we put it back on, right? We're afraid to try to lose that weight again because we failed before. And that's where I was at with growing my team and hiring an assistant because I had hired an assistant before that didn't work out for me. And I was like, see, I knew it. I can't delegate. This person can't do things the way that I need it to be done. And I was like, Trudy, wait, hold up. Wait a minute. You got to dial that back. You got to get back on the horse. 
Okay. So my assistant has been great and she's really aligned with my values, which makes me feel even more at ease about delegating. Now, a lot of times we have goals in our life or things that we want to accomplish, but we think we have to struggle and stumble and do it all on our own. And that couldn't be further from the truth, especially when it comes to improving your health. Now, if it's a goal that you're serious about and something that you've been struggling with for a while, get off that struggle bus and get some help. If eating healthy consistently or losing weight is something that you're currently struggling with, then my Shed and Shred program could be just what you need. So enrollment for that is opening soon and I'll drop a link in the show notes so you can get on that wait list and get access to early bird pricing. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. Now that I've spilled the tea on what was going on, because I know people were wondering, oh my God, where is she? What's happening? There's no Instagram stories. There's no podcast. It was me just slowing down, right? Slowing down so I could speed up. And now I'm like full force ahead, okay? So let's get into today's episode. Today we are talking about routines, okay? Now it can be hard to get back into that routine and get back on track after the summer. So today I'm gonna share some tips with you on how to do just that. So I'm hoping that the tips I'm gonna share with you today will help you to get back into a routine and reestablish or create some healthy habits this fall. Okay, so tip number one, and I believe there are five of them, if I remember correctly. Okay, so tip number one is all about awareness. And you you guys know I have talked about this awareness thing before, right? It all starts with awareness. You need to know where you're at. So just like I saw and recognized the symptoms of stress before I took my break or my hiatus, you need to do the same assessment of your life right now and those areas that you feel that are out of control. Now, once you sit down and take the time to do that, then you know where you need to start. Is your energy low all the time? Do you feel like you never have enough hours in the day? Do you feel overwhelmed by the idea of cooking or meal planning? Really examine where the gaps are and where you're feeling the most angst and start there. I would even, you know, grab a journal and write this down so that you can get all of those thoughts out of your head and onto paper. You guys know I'm a huge fan of journaling. It really has changed my life. Okay, so tip number two is time management and balance. Y'all, this is a big one, okay? If you're feeling overwhelmed and feel like you are always busy, or if there are healthy habits that you want to implement, let's say like meal prep or exercise, first do an audit of how you're spending your time during the day, okay? Once you do that, make an effort to manage your time more effectively, okay? Sometimes feeling overwhelmed by life comes down to how organized you are. Now, I am a bit of an organization freak, but I do find that it helps me to manage my time better and leaves more time for those things that I really enjoy doing, okay? It also helps to eliminate decision fatigue because constantly trying to figure things out in the moment or as you go along, that can actually be really mentally draining. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt and the CD, okay? So plan ahead and even better, put those things that you deem important into your calendar, Okay. And my friends will laugh at me about this when they look at my calendar because it's all color coded. My husband is like, oh my God, you're an organizational freak because everything's color coded. Everything's in the calendar. But think of it this way. Okay. When you're at work, people don't just magically all jump onto Zoom at the same time or all into that meeting at the same time. Okay. It's scheduled. It's on the calendar. So it happens. Okay. So organize your life in the same way. Block out times for self-care like I do on a Saturday. Block out time for exercise or meal prep. And while we're on the topic of time management, 
If you think you're saving time and money by rolling into that Mickey D's drive-thru, think again. Okay. When you start to eat real whole foods, you can feed yourself or your family a week's worth of home cooked meals for way less than you would spend at a greasy fast food joint. Okay. So I talk about how to throw together healthy meals more quickly in my free meal planning toolkit, which you can grab in the show notes or heading to trudyestone.com forward slash meal prep. Okay, so tip number one was awareness. Tip number two was time management and balance. And tip number three is to take small steps, okay? So when you have your list of things that you wanna create more time for, let's say like meal planning or exercise, focus on one thing. And it should be that one thing that keeps you up at night. Let's say, for example, if you know that you always cave into ordering pizza at the end of a long day, and you know that eating crappy food for dinner is your downfall, Then start there. You know that you need to start maybe planning ahead your dinners, okay? Once you get into the groove of that for a bit, then layer on something else, okay? Those small wins give you momentum to do things and to make other improvements in your life, okay? So don't have this big master plan and try to do everything at once, okay? Because you're probably going to fail. I'm going to be completely honest with you. You have to, again, look at those things that where you're out of balance in your life, and then you got to put that in your calendar, So again, just going back to the dinner analogy, you're coming home every single day, you're always ordering food. That's probably the gap for you. And that's probably the thing that you need to find some time and put that in your calendar and actually do that, okay? So start small, take small steps. Okay, so tip number four is to prioritize sleep. Now, this is such an important one. You're probably thinking like, how does this factor into routines, okay? So this is a really important one. And one that many of us neglect, especially during busy or stressful times when that's exactly when we need sleep the most. Not getting enough sleep may actually damage your immune system and shrink the memory center in your brain. So adequate amount of sleep is at least, I would say, seven hours. Okay, so people are kind of all over the map here in terms of how much sleep we actually need. I would say like a good safe bet is seven hours. Okay. Getting more sleep will also help you to make better healthy eating decisions. Find yourself constantly grazing throughout the day. Well, lack of sleep and overeating are more closely intertwined than you might think. Okay, that's because when you don't get enough sleep, your hormones just get completely out of whack. Also, if you're actively trying to lose weight, sleep is a key part of losing fat because losing fat has to do with how well your hormones are functioning. Now, when you're sleeping, your body is hard at work releasing powerful fat-burning hormones that speed up weight loss and help you to lose or even to maintain your weight. When you don't get enough sleep, your body produces less leptin. That's the appetite-suppressing hormone that sends a signal to your brain when you're full and produces more ghrelin, the appetite-stimulating hormone. So if you've ever been unable to stop eating everything in sight when you don't get enough sleep, then you've probably experienced this hormonal imbalance at work. Okay, and I've talked about this before on the podcast. When I don't get enough sleep, I crave carbs, like seriously, seriously crave some carbs. Like usually it's like some sort of fries, some sort of onion rings, like something like that. Okay, now, yes, it happens to me too, y'all. It happens to me too, all right? Now, sleep also gives you more control over your brain. How? Well, brain imaging scans from UC Berkeley showed that sleep deprivation caused increased brain activity in the amygdala, 
Okay, the amygdala, that's an area of your brain that's associated with motivation to eat. So the amygdala is the survival-based and reactive part of your brain. And some studies also show a correlation between lack of sleep and reduced activity in the prefrontal cortex. Okay, the prefrontal cortex, that's the part of the brain that's responsible for decision-making and self-control, which means that your ability to make healthy uh, eating decisions is severely reduced when you lack sleep. Okay, so we talk about the prefrontal cortex in my program, Shed and Shred, okay, because it is so important for decision making. And there's lots of different studies that show that, you know, when your prefrontal cortex is not operating properly, again, you make poor decisions, not only just eating decisions, but just, you know, poor decisions in life. Okay, so in the program, I talk about the prefrontal cortex, I talk about what you can do to strengthen that part of your brain. Okay, so do yourself a favor and get more sleep so that making those healthy eating decisions is easier and less than a struggle. Okay. Tired of eating the same thing? Do you hate meal planning? Do you wish you could plan healthy meals faster and less time? Get instant access to my ultimate meal planning toolkit for healthy eating success. In the free toolkit, you'll receive meal planning best practices and hacks so that you can stop feeling stuck. A meal planning template to keep you organized, a list of the healthiest foods to help you meet your health goals and healthy recipes so that you can take back control of your health and get into the habit of planning meals more consistently. You can grab the free guide by clicking on the link in the show notes or by heading to trudyestone.com forward slash meal prep. So before we move on to tip number five, tip number one, okay, getting back into a routine. Tip number one is awareness. Tip number two is time management and balance. Tip number three is to take those small steps. Tip number four is to prioritize sleep. And tip number five, okay, to wrap this all up, and this is an important one, is to be compassionate with yourself and to take time to relax, okay? This is a big one. And I'm not just talking about bubble baths here. Really tune into what it is that you need. Sometimes we need to tune out to tune in. This is something that especially as women who are doing all of the things fail to remember. We're so busy with being busy and checking things off of our list and with so many different distractions, we're not taking that time to really figure out what we want and what we need. Now, I shared with you earlier that I was doing that too, okay? And I had to take a hard look at my life and see where I was out of alignment, okay? And I want to encourage you to dig deep here because many of us are using food and alcohol as a band-aid approach when we're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, okay? And if you do that, then I'm going to guess that you probably feel guilty that your willpower isn't stronger and that you keep giving in. So then that makes you give in some more to those things. Okay, does that sound familiar? Did I strike a nerve there? Okay, and this is also something we talk about in the Shed and Shredder program. We talk about this cycle, okay? The cycle of emotional eating or using foods to soothe your emotions, okay? And then when you give into that food, then you feel guilty. So then now you go back and you eat that food again. You feel guilty again. It's a never-ending cycle. Okay, so what do you do? So instead, I want to encourage you to find the root cause of what's stressing you out, what's making you feel overwhelmed, unfulfilled or unhappy. Okay. Again, journaling is really a great way to work through this. So try implementing this as a new habit in the fall. Maybe part of your wind down routine at the end of the day is to think of three things that went really well that day and how that made you feel. Okay. And then you can journal about that. 
Now, self-care is about tuning into your mind and your body and taking the time to support yourself. It's also about listening to your body when you feel drained and exhausted. And we all feel that way when we're trying to establish new routines, or in this case, you know, at this time of the year, trying to get back into a groove. Now, a morning routine can be one of the best ways to get back to yourself. The most successful grounded people walking this planet have a specific morning routine they follow every day. Not only will you be taking care of yourself, but you'll have a much more productive day if you start your day with some major positive energy vibes. Now, this is where things like affirmations, exercise, gratitude, and meditation came in. As a matter of fact, right before I recorded this podcast, I just finished my workout. So if I'm sounding amped right now, that is why. Okay, those endorphins are just like flying high right now. (laughs) So exercise like meditation is a self-care practice that shouldn't be overlooked. And I was overlooking exercise for sure, okay? Now, exercise can have positive effects on both your mental and your physical health. Not only will you feel like a million bucks, okay, and probably look like a million bucks if you start to exercise more consistently, you know, other side effects of exercising are, you know, include things like increased happiness, okay? Better mood and improved focus. I feel like I can focus so much better after exercise, for sure, without a doubt. And extensive research tells us that exercise can actually ease symptoms of depression and anxiety because it releases those feel-good hormones and creates feelings of happiness and euphoria. And in some cases, exercise has even been shown to be just as effective as antidepressant pills in treating depression. It's crazy, okay? So self-care also means prioritizing sleep, okay? Setting aside some time for fun, okay? We gotta have fun, okay? And making sure you're nourishing your body throughout the day. And again, if you need help with nourishing your body with the right foods and with some tasty recipes to help you get back into that groove, grab that free meal planning toolkit and you can find the link in the show notes. Now, another thing you can do to take some time for yourself that only takes a few moments a day is to just pause for a few minutes just before starting your workday and take the time to set your intention for the day. Okay, so what do you want your day to look like? You know, what does success look like for you that that day? Okay, and also have compassion for yourself. So getting back into a routine means that we're going to try to do and squeeze in all of the things, okay? But I want you to release that perfectionism if your day doesn't go as planned, okay? Because things happen. So perfectionism can also be a highly stressful thing that can actually lead to burnout. Now, if things don't go exactly as planned during your day, have compassion for yourself and instead focus on the effort you put into a project and not, you know, personalizing failure when you make a mistake, So to wrap up this point on self-care, you know, we talked earlier about scheduling things into your calendar, and I want you to start scheduling time into your calendar for you. Even if it's just a five minute break to do some breathing exercises, don't you think you deserve it? If you're too stressed or overwhelmed, you're going to find it harder to stick with the routine. So taking time out for yourself is not to be overlooked. Now, if you find that your new routine or trying to get back into a routine isn't working, just change it up until you find a routine that works well for your life and make any tweaks along the way as needed. All right, so there you have it. Five ways to fall back into a routine this fall. Now, I would love to hear which one of these tips you'll try. So feel free, you know, to leave me a review on iTunes to let me know what you thought about this episode. I would really appreciate it. And your review helps me to reach more people. 
And if you found value in this or any of my episodes, please go ahead and leave your girl a review, okay? So some of you reach out to me on Instagram, which I love that you reach out to me on Instagram. Sometimes you guys find my email and you email me to tell me about it. And I love all of those things too, but I really appreciate those reviews because those reviews help me to reach more people. Those reviews help me to land, you know, guests on the show and so much more. So please make sure that you're going over to iTunes after you listen to an episode and leave me a review. And I would also love if you could subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done that already and make sure that you're sharing it with people as well so that they have the opportunity to develop healthier habits and improve their life as well. Okay. And I'd also love to hear your feedback about this podcast and how I can support you more. So again, I've created that listener survey so that I can learn more about you and what you'd like to see in future episodes. So I'd be super grateful if you could take a few minutes to complete that survey. That way I'll have a better idea of the type of content that will help you to achieve your health goals. So in the show notes, you're going to find a link to join that newsletter. You're also going to find a link to join the survey or to take the survey. Okay, so that is it for now, friends. Until next time, take care of your mind and your body will follow. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyEStone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.